Let's talk about things that are failing in this teachable moment. This is Novid Hollaback. Let's make this short and sweet, folks. Two things that I need to talk about. I need to talk about a little bit about pro wrestling. And I need to talk about video games. When Guru Gothic started out, we did something interesting. I did something interesting. I did something called the PlayStation Zeitgeist. Did a radio show based on it, had a website on it. It's not even updated anymore. The things they did years and years ago, still in the back of my mind what Sony did. Not too happy about it, but growing up is hard to do in a world that won't allow you to grow up. But I think karma is a horrendous bitch. And so as of this recording, Cyberpunk 2077, published by Warner Brothers, produced and made by CG Project Red, who did the Fantastic Witcher series that gave them and a lot of Western developers hope in the future was delisted from the PlayStation Store. Delisted from the store. There have been problems with the game from the fifth year of the eight-year development. The only version for the PlayStation 4 is the PlayStation 4 version. They can't fix it. It is unfitsable. People are going to have to wait until the PlayStation 5 version comes out. Nobody knows when it's ready because the pandemic is still hitting the video game industry like a ton of bricks. They never did this for No Man's Sky, and No Man's Sky has recovered. They never did this for Bethesda games. Bethesda games are modded on the PC. It still doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. They never got written that one. Other games that have worse issues never delisted from their store. It's only this game. Something really, really, really bad took place for them to delist it from the store. I hate to tell people this. One of the reasons why I stopped, not video games per se, but promoting and giving any energy to the business as it were, is because of days like today, when these companies full of hubris, scared of other things, of other people's hubris, tries to play fast and loose with the facts.
and the reality of the situation in the video game industry and other industries as well. And puts out a game which actually has something, but is too buggy to fix. Granted, the Witcher had its bugs too, but nothing game breaking such as this. Nothing as game breaking as this. And it's absolutely heartbreaking because these two people are talented, gave Poland a lot of street cred. The Witcher was all over the place. They were ready to make these Keanu Reeves is in there. We in here. He's Keanu Reeves, his Warner Brothers. It's the Blade Runner Dematic Universe. Featuring Blade Runner for one. Blade Runner 2049. Ready Player One. Ready Player Two. And the finale of All Fidelity. Super Pump 2077. That was the plan. A Blade Runner Dematic Universe. Everybody now can finally find the explanation into is Decker really a replicant in a non-born manner? Sony now has egg on their faces. On the heels that barely anybody can get at this version of the fruit thing. There's very few discs of the Blu-ray based games. Hardware issues withstanding, issues with the dust collectors. And even with that, seven million people bought the thing. This was going to be a crowning achievement, but the PlayStation 5 version is not out. And now the problems are there to see. And they had DLC up the wazoo. Warner Brothers can call it a write-off while CG Project Red gets two black eyes. One for Cyberpunk 2077 and the other, oh, the other for another game based by a Taiwan needs company. And then complaints came out saying it goes against China. And they delisted from Galaxy of Gamers, their own version of Steam. And the joke is on all of you. It's really on all of you because they had a game awards and the buggiest game of all the game awards was a Sony game. You know what I'm talking about. Last of Us 2. Yeah. How'd that feel?
How that really feel when it wins all the wars and all the bugs are still there. They never gonna take it out from their store, which they should have. But this is a dangerous precedent. Very dangerous. And Warner Brothers is going to take heed and going to realize that, oh, we're going to fix it in Pulse Inc. Going to fly. Not anymore. Not anymore. Sony spent too much money on this machines. Sony is going to spend a whole lot more. Your games better get in there. Day one patch better be small as fuck. And even with that day one patch, still buggy as shit. They are going to need some help and some inspiration from Sean Murray of No Man's Land, No Man's Sky, in order for them to recover from this. But I know they will recover. We have seen it. It is possible. And maybe there will be that great fire that will get them to that level. But they need to make this game into third person. That's it. To solve all their problems. One thing that I am going to start seeing and everybody is going to start seeing. They are going to begin to realize that their engines can't solve every fucking problem. That they're going to go back to the PlayStation 2 era when it comes to C++ being used to make all of their games. It is going to be apparent that the majority of the games outside of Bethesda and their own, which will have, which with Microsoft now has full reign of that beautiful engine ID has, which is young, youthful, a youthful engine, as it were, for Doom, the new Doom engine, the ID point six point five engine. There are going to be triple A games, especially from Warner Brothers, especially from everyone else. They're going to make a deal with the Unreal people, Unreal Engine 5, the makers of Fortnite. And they're going to say, this is the engine you're working for. There's no other engine you're going to work for. Make this work. That's it. The, you can have all the artistry you wanted it, but it must be made on this engine because they cannot have the disasters they are seeing right in front of their faces. And it's going to make Epic a lot of fucking money for 80 to 90% of all of the video games will be made from that particular game engine. EA is heading towards that direction. Ubisoft will be forced to head into that direction. 
all of these companies will be heading into those direction. Do you know why? Because outside of the Japanese, and the Japanese haven't even got their game engines down to a certain level where they can be successful. Those middle engine levels are the only way they're going to make any type of video games with any sort of technology that will be acceptable and accessible to those working in the video game industry right at this particular point. And once that happens, it's going to be, they're going to build schools on the Unreal Engine 5. This is what everybody uses. It's going to be there. That's where we're headed. That's where we're headed, folks. It's a tragedy. But every game is going to become the same. That is what they want. It's a shame. And speaking of shame, we need to talk about the wrestling business and Monday Night Raw when it comes to ratings. Again, also, I did some things for Fire Pro Wrestling. I still do them, but not in the way that I'm doing them now. Everything has changed concerning that, but I want to talk about these ratings. 1.5 million people. 1.5. A year or so ago, two years ago, when they were blaming Baron Corbin for the low ratings and SmackDown was on another network on USA Channel, it was gaining 2.5 million people. Two years before that, 4 million. When TNA had its 1.4, 1.5 rating, they were getting low threes. Very low threes, closer to two nine eights. It's gone lower and lower every single year. It is now at 1.5. They're going to go up a little bit after this raining is done. For the three weeks that AEW Dynamite has had their ratings, they have not only come close to Raw the last three weeks, the week that both Shaq and Sting Spoke, they beat Raw in the rings that matter. Warner Brothers then has made decisions and said, we're going to ride these folks. Cody Rose ain't care. He ready. He's ready. Cody Rose is ready for the long haul. You didn't know this. Everybody knew this. He got a child on the way. He ready. I don't believe anybody here was going to expect that AEW Dynamite was going to cross the streams. It's not there yet, but it will. They're setting up for something big, and I know they're trying to play fast and loose and all the rest of it. I know that there are problems with their women's division. 
I want to talk about the disastrous booking that that happened with the brand at this particular moment. The brand as I know it right now between the WWE in the United States and NXT over the world is an international conglomerate. Period. End of discussion. And they are going to look at the simple things and realize that NXT is the future of their brand. They do not care about the booking of any of the American shows. They don't. Because ultimately, and people have said this, and this is fine. This is fine. That they are only there for the charities, for the kids, and the charities for all the other things as well. They have so many charities they are a part of that they cannot disappoint their charity sponsors that give to these kids based on the television deals. They're not there for the mainstream fans at all. They're not there for them anymore, as far as I know. They're there, in a sense, to placate these these particular entities. And that's fine, too. But they need to play up to that if they want to have any sort of success. But you're not going to have one point where you're not going to have the ratings that we had in the in the 1990s. It's not possible, nor is it feasible. It's the same thing with the Fortnite thing that I said, everything is becoming one way. Same thing with the WWE. It's not about getting rid of Vince McMahon, ultimately. It's coming to the realization and the executors know that it may be, unfortunately, that, and I believe that AEW is showing this, but not in the way that is going to make them happy, but is showing it in a sense where it is going to lead into the disaster for everybody in the entertainment industry. And I mean this quite sincerely. I think America has been hauled out. I think it's hauled out complete, almost completely. I think once the fans come back, once they start seeing that the fans going to come back and the rules that they are going to put for all these fans, I think there will be a point where that WWE and others will be able to get a nice number of fans, 9,000 fans at a time, 1,000 fans, 10,000 fans at a time, and AEW is going to get three to 5,000, which is fine. But I'm going to be honest with everyone here. 
I really do mean this. These folks are not going to be the same rowdy fans that they had back then for either WWE, AEW, MLW, anybody else. It isn't going to be the same. I think America is hollowed out. I think there was something that I saw in the West Virginia episode of AEW that showcased this. I think when they did that episode there and the reactions they had on that episode, it was different. But I didn't even want to blame the fans. But the spirit in there, despite everything that AEW did to make it look great, it's hollowed out. This is not WWE's problem. It's not even AEW's problem. It's a societal issue. And one of the things they're going to have to reconcile this is that the culture, the bookers on either end, AEW or WWE, wants to push out in their particular side is not the culture America lives in now. Nowhere click near it. I think they tried to do it with Otis, if I recall, and Mandy Rose before the trade and the draft was done and they moved Mandy Rose to roll. I believe that the difficulty that the WWE have is that their biggest female stars are not coming back unless there is a crowd. Roman Reigns only came back knowing that he is risking his life for this COVID. He's risking his life. He gets the COVID, he's gone. And they know it. So one of the things they have to do is try to keep an even kill in this pandemic era of wrestling. But I believe that once this pandemic wrestling is over, and we begin to see the reality of the situation at hand, they're gonna have to make a tough choice. And I think AEW is more prepared to make those tough choices than the WWE. And one of those choices is, unfortunately, is that they're gonna have to spend six and a half months for at least several years in the UK, doing tours in the UK for three months and during tours in Japan for six months and coming back to America around the summertime for all the way up for summertime up until November 
and then having them go back and do whatever they need to do. I think that's one of the ways that AEW is going to survive. AEW at this particular time and place, and I really do mean this, is going to have to go where the audience is and go where they can write stories about their wrestlers at a long-term period. It may be ultimately that they may have to split Dynamite into a certain part episode that certain episode parts are live and certain parts are taped outside the country. They're going to have to start doing it. I do not believe America is viable as a one horse pony when it comes to audience level past 2022. I do not think they're viable. I think other countries are viable. I think even the UK is viable, strangely enough. I do not believe the US is viable and the WWE knows it. That's why they're building stuff in India and that's why they're going to build at NST Asia. And if AEW is smart too, they start going in Asia, making the deals with stardom and all the rest of it. I think Asia is going to be one of the keys for the survival of the wrestling business. It's not going to be only going to be Japan. It will be Australia. It will be India. They have the, the, the fight's going to be there. It's not going to be anywhere else. I do not believe America is a viable entity at this particular moment for pro wrestling now. When will it be viable? 10 years, give or take, but it might come back in five. It might even be 18 months before we have one short burst that lasts three years. And you're seeing inklings of this now. And then it reaches a peak and it wanes. And they have to figure out how they deal with the wane in a smart way. Then they have another peak. Sometime in that particular area, depending on what happens in the future, then it goes in the wane. Then they have a third peak. This is where they're going to be the where Whoever wins Asia wins the whole gambit. But I do not see America being viable as an entity that believes in pro wrestling for at least 20 years. This is the thing that Bruce um, Cornette was talking about. He's right. It's not AEW's fault. It's not even WWE's fault per se. But for 20 years. Outside of TNA, there was no other option. It hurt this business bad. Very bad. And now look at the disaster. The radical changes they're going to have to make, unfortunately, are deep and systemic radical changes. And one of those changes is going to hurt NXT bad. It's 
going to hurt them bad. She'll, Frost has to go to SmackDown. Priest has to go to SmackDown. Edo Shirai has to make a choice. Go with her husband. Go to NXT Japan. Be with her husband. Or go to SmackDown. Sari has a choice. She either goes to NST Asia, goes to America, she has to go to SmackDown. The WWE only has one, has only two matches left. Money matches left that people will want to watch. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, and the four horsemen of the UFC, four horsewomen of the UFC, and the four horsewomen of the WWE for Survivor Series. Those are the only two plays they have left. Once they don't have those two plays left, they must build new stars. Dave Meltzer figured out why Vince McMahon wants Keith Lee to go to the PC. Figured it out. He figured it out. Why he had to go. He cannot get over with the shit that he did. The stuff that he did. That he can't get over. No. He's not a cruiserweight. And they can't and they can't make him into a cruiserweight. NST is not booked the way it should be booked. It's six-man tag matches. How many times do we have to go through this shit? How many times? Why is AEW winning six-man tag team matches? End of discussion. Repeat after me. Six-man, six-woman tag team matches. That's the key. Baba showed you the way. Why are you fucking up? Why are you fuck up? Rozzy, six women tag team matches. Protect your stars. Why are you fucking up? Stables, why are you fucking up? Access TV is trying to get a deal to get back into the United States. One of the reasons why AEW is coming there is because they're trying to negotiate this deal. If he can get him back into good graces with Impact, Kenny Omega, the whole nine yards, they can get everybody back into the business. Because I see a day in 2022 that we're going to have one of the biggest Double or nothing shows in the history of the business. Double or nothing pay-per-views in the history of the business they will get one million buys. It's easy. They know it. They got to set it up years in advance, which they're doing now. 
massive blow-offs with it, and then new storylines start up. And then some new storylines start up, others change, others get the difference. We got ourselves something special. Stop playing yourselves, folks. Stop. Raya Ripley, you need to play in to somewhat aspects of her life right now. You need to play into Josie Blackheart's darkness. You need to play into Killian Cross and his wife. All you doing is bullshitting now. It's going to end. 1.5 million people ain't going to keep watching this. It's going to go down to 1.4 and then 1.3 and then 1.2. When it gets to 8,000 viewers, 800K viewers, nearly the same as NST on the other side, then everybody wonders what happened and what fucked up. And they're still making money hand over fist. It's not going to be a good look for either WWE or AEW. So don't come in here, do the little internet song and dance, say AEW is the future. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's that's shit tier bullshit. Realize that your industry, realize that the audience is hauled out in a social sense. And they need to make bigger plays all over the world. They're forced to. They have no choice. I'm sorry to say that. I hope you learned something today from these teachable moments. I'm Novid Hollaback. Thank you for listening. I'm glad you liked your the bonus that I did. The caper of the $10 billion with a B. And where that money went. If you want to hear more about that, you can listen to it again and all the other bonuses and Beyond This Earth, which is the weekly radio show. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your radio shows. We will see you guys next time on another Teachable Moments.